everybody, and welcome back to the All Eyes Are On You podcast. This is the Big Brother podcast where we take a look at all the news from inside the house and try to give you some of that context so you can figure out this crazy house. In this episode, we will be re-watching and discussing Season 18, Episodes 3 through 5, and it is Day 5 through 16 in the house there's a lot of days uh, that go into that uh, first week there. Uh, if you have not watched the show up until this point, we will be spoiling it. So fair warning if you haven't seen it up until this point. Right. And so let's do a quick recap. Um, you know, as we mentioned in the last podcast, Nicole is the first HOH after her team, the Freakazoids, uh, Tiffany and uh, Corey chose her. She nominated Jose and Polly. And no, Jose, I told you I was going to have an I issue know. with we that. We talked about that last podcast, but uh, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> so she nominated Jose and Polly and um, who somehow she convinced him to go up as a pawn. Uh, but we are also introduced to a new twist, which is called the roadkill. All house guests will be playing in the roadkill each week. So it's a competition and whoever has the fastest time wins. And that person will find out secretly and then they will secretly nominate a third house guest for eviction. And so if that person wins the veto, the, the person they nominated, that win the winner of the roadkill will then again secretly replaced <laughs> put up a replacement nominee so this week it's frank uh frank the tank uh he's won and he secretly chose to put <laughs> to nominate paul as the third nominee nominee i'm so sorry i don't know why i had to whisper all that but um also dave Vaughn and Corey were picked to play in the veto competition along with the hoh and the three nominees and paul won choosing to use the veto on himself and uh, and frank put up bridget as the secret replacement <laughs> the <laughs> secret. for the roadkill <laughs> right and finally jose Oh, that was so hard to say this time. Jose was evicted by a vote of seven to four to zero. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, because Bridget got no votes. Yeah, Bridget got absolutely no votes. So, uh, I mean, so, yeah, it, it, it was pretty clear this week that uh, Jose was the uh, the main target, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, Jackie, I know we're going to be talking about uh, Jose uh, during the show here, but um, I there's a part of me that's glad that he's gone. But there's also another part of me that's like, oh, man, it's like it's like you 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 it's like those crazy stories you yes. hear from your uncle. It's like you want it to end, but at the same time, you kind of don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, this is exactly why I want you to watch at least a handful of uh, big brother UK mm -hmm. uh, shows because, because the, the, like in the beginning, of course the public wants the, the hero to win. They're real nice. And, you know, but after a while the public gets very smart and they want to keep in people who are going to cause the most trouble. So right. I have a theory that if this was Big Brother UK with this cast, 
uh, Jose would last a quite a long time because he's a troublemaker. Yeah, you know, and so that's kind of like a downfall. That like that's that's one of the. It's almost, biggest... it's almost like um, yeah. you, you remember Zach from our uh, from our last rewatch. Um, oh, although yeah. it's turned up to probably like eleven or twelve in the sense of like the crazy uh, theories and whatnot that he uh, he would have. I don't oh, know. No, no, no. Well, like I not... feel like I feel like you could compare Jose to um, Devin, who didn't last very long. That's that true. Season. Yeah. No, I, De- I was Devin kind of had some yeah. serious sort of like psychological issues that kind of really. But um, bottom line, they're they're both narcissists. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was referring to the fact, too, that it's like, you know, Zach's kind of like this crazy out of the box person sort of a thing. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I was kind He's of referring clown. to. But yeah, it, it, they yeah. are very different in a lot of ways, for sure. I, I Well, because I, I think that Zach always knew like the limits of, you know, like he, he I mean, he, he yes, he did pretend to be all high and mighty and but. I, 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 you know, there, there is, there's a certain, there was a certain level of it that, like, he even himself, he knew, <laughs> like, yeah, he knew, yeah. he knew where his ceiling was, and I don't, I don't think someone like, you know, Jose, really, sees yeah, that. I don't, I don't know, no, I don't know, he, we don't... He, he clearly doesn't because his ego just keeps growing and growing, and that's yeah, uh, and... the subject of our main target, Jackie. What do, what do you say? Let's get into it. Absolutely. You know, Willie, I'm, a, a, of course, in no way a doctor, a psychologist of any sort whatsoever. Okay, but in yeah. my personal opinion, it does appear that Jose is certainly at least displaying the delusions of grandeur um, or or maybe he's playing the character he thinks that he was put on the show to play. So, I mean, obviously, I don't know for sure. I don't know this guy. It's mm-hmm. not really for me to talk, but that's pretty much um, the medical term that applies here. Uh, whether or not, you know, I get this ac- actually right is debatable. But um, on more than a few occasions, he, you know, goes after Nicole and refers to her as a bitch. Um, and he gets very, qu- he gets very aggressive in his remarks. And and it's because for some reason she's now his main target, um, even though she's absolutely done nothing to him at all. Right. She's done nothing other than one, be a veteran player, and two, be picked by her team to be the HOH. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we'll go into the different points about whether um, what he, what he's really up to here, but for some reason he. He, he really does seem to think he's some sort of soothsayer and he's got in, in again, I think this goes back to, the, I think that it's the narcissism um, in, in him um, that he was casted for. So you can't really blame him. So maybe he's playing it up. Um, yeah. And, you know, in you know, there's also the Messiah complex you could refer to, which is not a really diagnostic uh, like term, medical term. But uh, what do you think, Willie? Do, what, is he the Messiah? Does he have a, a, a Messiah complex or I, some other <laughs> disorder? What do you think? I 100 percent agree. And I think uh, I have a series of clips here that I think perfectly demonstrates um, uh, um, Jose's ego in action here. Let's take a listen. I don't care because in this house, majority rules. And who rules the majority? Me. I'm like a messiah for the newbies. But at the end of the day, 
I'm not worried not one bit because I know the house loves me. I know right now the house loves me, so I'm not gonna be worried. I'm the heart and joy of the house, so the veto should be used on me to save me to get me off the block. But honestly, it doesn't really matter because I have a strong group in the house with my newbies and I'm starting to bring some veterans into the fold. Trust me, I'm gonna have no problems with getting everyone on board and getting Polly out of the house this week. I'm secure in my mind. You know what I do hope though? I hope that America sees how they don't call me the glue. Oh yeah? I stick people together. Who'd you sit together? Everyone. I'm just, I feel like I'm like the messiah. Uh-huh. But as the leader of this house, I feel like I'm, spe I'm, I'm preaching like Obama. I feel really chill. I know my alliance loves me, and my alliance is basically half of the damn house. Polly, sorry, but not sorry. You need to start packing, because you're going home. I really doubt that there's gonna be a tie. I think it's gonna be a landslide against Pauly. I'm like a messiah for the newbies. <laughs> I mean- Dude, do, do, you did I, a lot of homework there. I mean, I feel like this kind of perfectly demonstrates my point, does it not? <laughs> yeah, like honestly, as you were playing that, I started going through our show doc and I started deleting lines I had because there was no reason for him. <laughs> that pretty much covers it um <laughs> yeah no i i literally like in my notes when because we always take notes uh during the episodes for so that we can put the doc together and that's one thing that i put down is every single time i heard jose say that i wrote it down in my notes so i could go back and find it <laughs> Because, like, just the amount of times that he said that is just absolutely amazing to me. Um, <laughs> but uh, the other house guests quickly realize how much of a messiah complex Jose has. And and to my point, I think they use that to their advantage, I think, by manipulating yeah, oh, him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, and then they're manipulating him in the way of the fact that they are using the tactic of stroking his ego, which is right. interesting. Um, yeah. Davon, after nomination, said that she was worried for Jose and wanted him to stay. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> and uh, Frank kind of did that as well. But of course, as we know, it's a completely different story once they get into the diary room. It's humorous how Jose thinks he's running the house, talking about being the messiah. I don't even think he could spell messiah. I just can't <laughs> wait to watch his expression when he goes home eviction night. I am biting my tongue so hard that it's damn near bleeding. Just stick together. This grown man is trying to lead this serious meeting in a damn dog costume. You got a bone <laughs> on your neck that say Jose. <laughs> Jose is the most clueless ringleader I have ever met in my life. That boy don't even see his eviction and is slapping him in his face every day. Jose, you're one step closer to being evicted. I just hope your ego can fit through the door. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's very clear. Like, the house is going after Jose, and Jose is completely clueless. Like, he thinks he's on the top of the world. He thinks he's running the show. But in all reality, no. Like, he is way at the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know it takes a long time. I think it might even be up to the point where he was evicted. Actually, the votes came in and he found out that he was evicted and had 
you know, 30 seconds to say his goodbyes or Davina's. Oh, no, that's a different show. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, uh, yeah, on the UK show. Davina's, Davina is going to get come and get you, you know, if you don't leave in 30 seconds, whatever. Yeah, I was going to um, say, that had to be something on another version. No, that's version completely different. But, yeah. um, but so he, he gets down to those th- last 30 seconds to say your goodbyes. Um, and he, like, is... It was at that point I started to feel really bad for him. I know, because he, he didn't say like a word to anybody, really. Yeah. Yeah, he really thought. I really think he thought that uh, there were a lot more people behind him. Uh, but anyway, so uh, right after nominations, um, you know, Jose says, uh in the bathroom that Nicole better hope she doesn't win some kind that she, he doesn't win some kind of power next week. And, you know, so in the very beginning, like very beginning when he was nominated, Mm -hmm. he's, he's saying these things that he doesn't need to be saying. And dude, this is not the time to say those things. Keep those to yourself. Don't give it, don't put them out in the entire house. Yeah. Uh, You know, in another example of his delusional disorder is after Paul wins the veto, he says in the DR that this is a win for him and his team. And no, no, Jose, actually what that means is when with Paul winning, you're still on the block and now your chances of surviving are even worse. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's it, like, you can just see him kind of break down like almost bit by bit with every little, a failure um, that comes his way. And, yeah. you know, good for him. Then he, he, he had such high spirits and thoughts of, you know, succeeding, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Wow, I think I think I think he I think he could have internalized those feelings a little bit more and he would have survived a lot longer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, he is um he's definitely playing this game way too fast. And yeah, I mean, we we talked about it last podcast, but the fact that you would go out of your way to say like, "Oh yeah, no, I have a problem with the HOH," like before you're even nominated even. It's just like what do you think you're doing honestly like what what kind of game do you think you're playing right now um Mm -hmm. because you know like you know that that's going to eventually like especially when you just blabber it out to anybody and everybody you know what i mean like yeah that stuff's gonna get back to uh to nicole eventually you know so it's like 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 calling a house meeting (laughs) yeah right that was pretty ridiculous too um, and it's like Polly even tries to telling or he even tries telling Jose that uh, Nicole is trying to get rid of the strong players first to protect the weak players type of a thing, like trying to um, basically reason with him or whatever. And he's still going off and being absolutely ridiculous with his theories and everything. So it's just completely uh, ridiculous. Um but uh but yeah oh okay yeah and of course no discussion (laughs) of jose's uh delusion would be complete without mentioning uh that house meeting in which meeting that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah uh but uh yeah in which he seemed to accept anybody like he (laughs) tiffany uh, came into the room and he's just like yeah come on in yeah like 
what kind of alliance are you running here? Like where James can just crash the house meeting without any repercussions whatsoever. I see. Like, yeah, I love that. Like I had to go back and listen to it because I thought he said the 818. But he said the 843. And I'm like, the 843? He's like, hey, what's this meeting going on here up in the 843? Yeah, and I, I don't even know what that area means. Code, it's South Carolina where he's from. But he's in Burbank. And I'm sorry, James, but the area code is 818. <laughs> yeah, that's what I yeah, that's what I figured. And I was like, okay, well, it must <laughs> be some sim- Yeah, it must There's be a- some area code. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, so so that end of the have not room is the eight four three um Charleston, South Carolina area code. Apparently, yeah, apparently it is now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, that was ridiculous. Yeah, but yes, no, but uh, but yeah, no, it, uh, James crashed the meeting, and uh, yeah, there were apparently um there were apparently spies planted in both rooms, uh, <laughs> not the least of which was um. I think two... Tom and Jerry was like in the corner, you know, that cat and yeah. mouse cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I saw them in the corner too. Yeah, absolutely, but uh. But yeah, no, they had two different, like, Jose has had two different alliances. Now, granted, um, one of them is like an as- association with their alliance already, but it's like, still, you've got two other alliances in the room while you're having like a seemingly private, like, conversation or whatever. And you're just <laughs> you're just talking to people as if they're all on your side. I mean, James even pointed out it's like you might want to check first that you're <laughs> that all the people that are actually on your side before yeah. you start talking. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, like <laughs> Oh my. Oh, there's so there's so much more fun to be said about that meeting and I know we're going to circle back about that cuz I know we have to talk about Bridget. Um, oh my but- god, yeah. Uh, you know, also like on on the theme of um, Jose and his uh, delusions of grandeur and his ego boosting. Uh, last but not least, uh, when Julie asked Jose who he felt most betrayed by, he said Natalie for a last minute switcheroo. What? Because apparently she voted to evict. Yeah, there was some kind of voting at the end. So Natalie's last minute switcheroo cost him and he was, but Natalie, Natalie, all of the spy girls, they voted to evict Polly. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, so he's, he's yeah, mad he's, at Natalie and, yeah, and she voted to keep him. I, I feel like he doesn't think for a moment that Zykea and, um, uh, Davon, like, were not for him yeah you know because they voted him out but yeah exactly no so he, i he... think i think he thinks that natalie switched and there's no way that like these other people <laughs> never supported him <laughs> like, ever ever supported him yeah like, he, 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 yeah it was just oh so delusional yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, the fact that, like, he's accusing <laughs> Natalie, and yet, like, yeah, no, it, it's, like, everybody, what, like, the only people that were on your side were, um, were Victor, Paul, yeah. and Bronte, and Natalie, like, those were the only people that really had right. your back, like, yep. everyone else was just faking it through and stroking your <laughs> ego so that you 
would feel good yeah. about yourself you know well, like i i you know but honestly this was really at that point that, that, that i think that was the point that i really started to like kind of feel for him that like mm-hmm. he he really didn't he really didn't understand what was going on to the point that like he thought that natalie switched uh, did a last minute switcheroo yeah um yeah speaking of uh speaking of things he had no clue about (laughs) right you know what else um geez i think we've talked about him too much but there's a lot of things i i i went to categorize as the roadkill messiah Mm. (laughs) so as soon as the roadkill twist is announced Jose disclaims, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can hear him like right out there. Uh, but jo- Jose tells Victor and Paul that he knows that Polly won the roadkill challenge. And then he tells Frank the same thing. He yeah. says to Frank that he's he's an observer and he reads faces. And I thought this is perfect because at that moment, Frank's nod was perfect. It was like priceless, like face reading, and oh, Jose totally didn't pick up on it. No, so he didn't. I, I thought it was it was so the irony there was was very perfect. Right. Yeah, and like we mentioned at the top, yeah, Frank is actually the roadkill, and and yeah. Oh right. And yeah. Jo- and Jose thinks that Polly is the is the freaking roadkill. Like it's so ridiculous. But here's the thing. After the roadkill ceremony, <laughs> Jose and Victor, you know, they just, you know what they decide? They decided the roadkill winner has to be now Michelle. It has to be what? Michelle because Michelle was Big the Beach? only one oh. looking down during the ceremony, obviously. Right. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm sure Frank is just loving this right now. Uh, what does he think about all this? These guys throw Michelle's name out, and they're so off base, it's ludicrous. I don't know what game they think they're playing, but I know what game I'm playing, and that's why Paul's on the block, and I'm sitting happy with my 8-pack. See, and here's the thing, too. Here's something I just realized, too. If if I was in Jose's position without the crazy bullcrap, you know, if I were in mm-hmm. Jose's position, I would be yeah. thinking to myself right now, Okay, wait a minute. So they put a newbie up on the block. So it has to be one of the veterans that yes. uh, that put him that put up Paul, right? Yes. Yes. So why on earth do they think that Michelle or Polly for that matter is the roadkill? Like No, it, no, no. Jose. Jose is the only one who thinks that. Yeah, no, exactly. But but yeah, and it's like so you know why? I mean? do, well, yeah, right. Why does he? Why? Why would he think that? <laughs> yeah, no, because it's yeah. like that. That would make the most logical sense to me as a player. I'd be like, okay, wait a minute. Yeah. So if a, if a newbie goes up on as the uh, as the nominee, then it has to be um, then it has to be a veteran that won. Like that. That's you know because right now in the current um, house climate, if you're if you put up a newbie and you are a newbie. You're working against the newbies. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. Straight well, then up. You might be like, then then it would have to be a sibling. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you have any got, got sense. Yeah. <laughs> GG sense of what's going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. And uh, 
And yeah, the uh, the the <laughs> Jose has a conversation with uh, with some of his uh, quote unquote alliance members, and he goes further along talking about how it was uh, Michelle. And these are just a few of the reactions here. The funny thing is, everyone in this room knows who the roadkill winner is, except for Jose. <laughs> if he continues to drive in the wrong direction, he's going to drive himself off the cliff. The only thing I can do to get through this painful conversation is just agree with Jose, tell him that he's right, and say, Jose, I wish I could be just like you when I grow up. <laughs> I observe. Yeah. Everyone got up, gave him a hug. Oh, she didn't get up. Except the one person. Her, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Wow. This man is so full of himself, quite close your mouth. I don't want to hear nothing else he has to say. The next thing I want to hear him say is, it was nice meeting you guys, as he walks out. I didn't see that. That's why I'm the observer. Sit back like a hawk. And, um. <laughs> you can tell in her voice that she's just so over this. <laughs> He's very observant. Yeah, he, he totally is, yeah. Um, and that's the funny thing is like after the veto ceremony, get this, Jose is then back to thinking that Polly is the roadkill winner again. Oh, that was, that, that, yes. Cause he sat there and he said, oh, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, Frank is just loving this right now. Like, on another level like this is amazing i'm sure to him right now oh and speaking of frank uh <laughs> i wish we had a clip of it i put this in here for you to get the clips you're the clip master uh however um jose uh totally seems to have forgotten he's already told frank about how observant he is mm -hmm. then he goes on to say that um that uh, you know that even though that frank is a vet he still trusts Frank enough to let him into his his being Jose's group. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, okay, but Jose's group was based on the fact that he was going to get the vets out, Nicole, first. Right. Then I think she, he said Frank next, right? Then Or James next, yeah, he said then James Frank. James next, then Frank, yeah. <laughs> right. And that's the thing, but too. He, it's he like, can yeah. trust Frank now enough. Yeah, and he, and he said, like, you know, like, you know, Davon is the fourth vet we're getting out. And it's like you say Frank is the third. So it's like, OK, I guess you're bringing in the fourth and the third target because they're a number, I guess. I I, I don't know. You know what, Willie? Actually, this reminds me of like last season in so many ways. The last season we did, season 16, um, mm -hmm. we got to the point where we had this player, Devin, who had such a big personality and dominated the game in so many ways. I got so sick of it. And I said, we're not doing any primary target or, or uh, main targets on him anymore. Yeah. And I think, I think we need to call that for Jose here. And, you know, dude, are there, is there not anybody else? Is no one else in the house trying to create alliances or anything at this point? Well, turns out there actually is. Uh, so we've got a lot of alliances forming here. Um, so we've we've obviously got the uh, the four teams, which are kind of technically alliances in a way, kind of. <laughs> but uh, but we've got other ones here. We're we're gonna start off with the eight pack, of course. 
Um, and we talked about this last podcast, but uh, the vets know that in order for them to survive in this game, they're going to need to recruit some members from the other side because the odds are heavily stacked against them in their favor. Um, and so we saw them uh, bring Tiffany and Polly into the tent already because um, there are siblings of former house guests. So they sort of have a similar connection. But um, but they decided they needed to recruit a little of more people than that um, to make sure that they always have the numbers. And so they decided to bring in Zakia and Michelle into the group. Um, and I found it funny, the fact that, uh, Michelle was already wanting to work with the vets and Davon thought she was going to have to be like, this is going to be like a super tough sell to bring Michelle over. Like she thought she was going to have to do a bunch of convincing and it turned out to be the easiest task in the world. <laughs> so, uh, they, so the Alliance met in the HOH room and they decided on the name APAC and the alliance consists, of course, of the uh, the four vets. Uh, and then included with that are Tiffany, Corey, Zakia, and Michelle. Interesting that the, that Polly is left out of this alliance. Um, I guess mm. him and the vets are already kind of working together already. So maybe they don't feel the need to bring him in. I, I just thought that was interesting, the fact that they left Polly out of this. Wait, so Polly wasn't in the APEC? No, yeah, and I yeah, and I, and I looked that up, and yeah, sure enough, it was you're it, right. You're he was right. not in there, so yeah, huh. I find that I found that very interesting. Um, well, since since we have both been uh, or two individuals who have already seen the season, that must not say a whole lot. About yeah. No, that's true. But I, I, <laughs> I, I, I wonder if this is going to provide a little bit of foreshadowing uh, to uh, episodes to come. So we'll have Interesting. to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, there were some other alliances too. And actually, all of the women this week uh, formed an alliance together. And so this was kind of bizarre that all of the women created an alliance that was only a female alliance. Mm -hmm. And except they were split in half. And um, so, uh, you know, and, 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 and at the same time, they were not aware that the other half were actually forming an alliance. They just knew, I guess, basically that they weren't part of their group. So, you know, yeah, it comes yeah. down to clicks going on in the on the show. But um, so we saw the Fatal Five and the Fatal Five is an all girl or female alliance of Davon, Nicole, Tiffany, Michelle, Psychia, um, and uh, they—they're you know they're they're all part of the eight pack, but and, and you know they're they're mostly a female alliance, and they're not going to like be focused on any man. I believe is what they said. I think um, in particular, it might have been Zykea that said something about uh, we're going to be one where we're not going to like give in to some guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> right. But uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Right? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, with uh, with how the game goes and how relationships form, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how long that lasts yeah. because and, yeah, yeah the, that typically doesn't last too long. Um but yeah, that's an so, interesting um all girls alliance coming from the uh from the uh the eight pack alliance. So that's interesting. But there's another half. 
There is. So uh, we had the second girls alliance uh, that we had this week was the spy girls. So Natalie brought up the idea to Bridget first and then to Bronte. And so they kind of gathered in the backyard and named themselves (laughs) the spy girls while meeting in the backyard. And they decided to give each other some code names because sure, why not? Um, (laughs) So Natalie, of course, is flirty girl, of course. I mean, who would have expected that, I guess? Uh, Bronte is wifey girl, which doesn't make any sense to me. I I get she said that the only thing I'm a a wife to is the half a million. Yeah, I I think she's a.k.a. scary spice. (laughs) <laughs> sure and uh and bridget is spunky girl i, I don't know what that spice. i don't know what that means but okay <laughs> but She's uh, uh okay I, I i'm probably not getting a cultural reference no here. no 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 it doesn't matter yeah you know honestly like oh man i felt like i i, I think i and i have my notes that i I felt like I was watching um, like fifth grade girls <laughs> like in the playground oh, getting yeah. together and, and deciding what their little group was. Go- it was so weird. Um, but yeah. OK, so but I did have a really good laugh when I saw the spy girls in action because hang hang on. Hold your britches. They okay. had their first they had their first mission. And I was actually kind of excited about this. I saw, you know, uh, Natalie, Natalie uh, suggested to Brittany that or Bridget, not Brittany. <laughs> There's no Brittany this season <laughs> uh, to Br- Bridget that she go upstairs and spy for them while Bronte and Natalie went down to Jose's house meeting and they have not room. So I was like, oh, wow, they're really actually doing stuff like right. However, record scratch, Bronte tells the entire room in the have-not room that Bridget is upstairs spying for them. Because, yeah, when you're in that big of a of, of an area with a bunch of people, that's definitely something you want to reveal. Like, that's definitely a secret you want to reveal. Like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> and uh and, and Zakia definitely took note of this and is very suspicious, as you probably should, <laughs> of why Bridget would decide to do that. Where's Bridget? Bridget went upstairs to listening for us. Oh, okay. Huh. Bridget is upstairs listening. I'm thinking to myself, this is great information to have. <laughs> yeah, that is very interesting information to know. Um, and in fact, uh, Bronte was trying super hard to get everyone to think that Bridget was just up there because she just wanted to be up there, I guess. And that's the thing. Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess to be fair to Bridget, she was saying how she got excluded from Jose's meeting. That's how she kind of played it up well actually she kind of played it up more like um she just didn't want to be a part of it she no she played it up like i don't know i don't know i don't know 
but uh but yeah but she was kind of playing it up like she was kind of getting sick of jose kind of like the rest of everybody else that was in the room yeah you know honestly i feel like she got kind of a bad deal there um because i think natalie suggested that she go upstairs and i kind of think if i were in that position and i were bridget i would say why don't you go upstairs and i will attend the meeting you know just i mean it it was kind of weird i mean i know she said like you said she didn't want to hear it and she was actually glad to not be a part of it oh you know like to have to hear uh the whole house meeting but uh at the same time like she kind of got put into a bad position by um, Natalie. It, w- it wasn't so much that, but it was when Bronte followed up with the fact that, yeah, she's up there spying for us. Like yeah. she really got like really put in a bad yeah, place. Yeah, like you could have you could have said like, oh, I I'm not sure where she went, you know, and I, and that yeah. would have been like a valid answer. But yeah, instead she she's yeah. naked. She's walking around half naked with a pixelated costume. She doesn't want to like be in the part where we're all going to be on camera because we're all talking and listening to you in the house meeting. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good enough reason. Yeah, no, exactly. But uh, but yeah. And to be honest, though, I think that the fact that she kind of um, said like, oh, yeah, no, I just don't want to be a part of it. To be honest, I think that's what saved her because Frank in the diary room was saying that the only reason that um, he even put up Bridget as the replacement uh, roadkill nomination was simply just because there wasn't any other options. Oh, but but yeah, but it it did have something to do with her being a spy because it was reported back to them to them that she, she was a spy. Right, yeah, but I mean, it yeah. ultimately uh, didn't seem to matter to uh, to everybody yeah, because you're right. because you're yeah, right. she got no votes to evict. But I That's think true. you know, Jose was a big enough target at that point that it's like she was good. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she absolutely. It was it was about the safest you could be, ever so be being think? up on the block. Oh, so here's a good question. So uh, that everyone should be asking themselves and let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but. What if Paul had not won the veto and Ooh. it was like, would, would have, would Paul have gone over Jose? Um, I don't think so. Just because yeah. Paul is pretty good about, you know, having conversations with and it's people. Too, it's still really early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think like, it would have taken a lot for the target to t- to be off of Jose, I think. Like, well, I mean, uh, you know, Davon really did not like Paul at this point. That's true. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah. I don't know. Like well, uh, the, the, well, la- the last few, the, these last few episodes, <laughs> though, um, that kind of subsided uh, kind of in a way. Um, true. But uh, but yeah, I guess we'll uh, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have to see. But yeah. um but yeah, you kind of alluded to this uh, too. But uh, but uh, in sort of uh, the same vein as alliances here, uh, you'll remember that during the first competition, um, if your team ended up getting third place, you ended up in Mystery Land, and you would receive a punishment later on. Well, that later on is now, and uh, the punishment for Category Four, which again is Frank, Polly, Bridget, and Michelle, is that they are naked for a whole week. 
well sort of <laughs> they're basically wearing nude colored underwear and pixels around their naughty bits so to speak um of course natalie and bronte are just fawning over polly now because of it dude i'm sorry around their what around their naughty bits you know what i'm talking about i feel like i don't need to go into any more detail than that can you say can you say it again nope (laughs) (laughs) continue okay um, of course, Natalie and Bronte are just fawning over Polly now that he's half naked and <laughs> they're both talking about how they want to vote out Polly, but he's just so hot. Oh, OK. All right. OK, because I remember at this point, I really wanted to root for Bronte um, because she was yeah. the smart girl that worked for the NSA and did all this stuff, even though she had a high voice. It was I was OK with that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, OK, she's a smart like geek girl. Like, Yeah one of us one but um for her to say all that stuff about polly like it made me so sick (laughs) yeah no it it did for me too yeah i i I felt (laughs) awkward the entire time when i was hearing that i was like oh no anyways okay all right that's all i had to say yeah um you know what speaking of awkward i think we've got some zing we do indeed have some zings Zing! <laughs> all right so we're gonna be uh this is, this is gonna be a little bit of a uh, more brief uh zing of the week this week um <laughs> because there we had some good zings but there's not really a whole lot more to say about them i mean you know i, I kind of feel like we need to have like a sub zing section of james's pranks because <laughs> i found myself wanting to put some stuff in there about him like pulling out the mayonnaise and putting it in the um the skincare cream but which by the way that's really really awful because that <laughs> stuff is so expensive you know if anyone has that like you know oh aging yeah cream. i forgot about that yeah. yeah like there was all kinds of stuff like that that i want to bring up but like so we we might have to have our own little you know james section and like not to praise him but to like criticize his pranks because uh, <laughs> as a prankster myself like i i really i think it'd be good if we if we, we could get some maybe guest pranksters in on our show and, yeah, and we have could get some youtube uh, some of those youtube <laughs> prankers in as guests <laughs> yeah 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 but anyway so let's let's yeah. move on to we'll, the zing we'll, we'll, we'll give it a, we'll on. give it a side zing for that <laughs> all, right. all right so this first one here is uh, kind of a. I just thought it was kind of funny more so like there's no, there's nothing really to zing about it. I just thought it was funny. So uh, Jose is talking about the fact that it's like, oh, um, Nicole better hope that I don't get any power because she's just so much of a snake. And Bridget mm. just is right next to them and decides to just say like, I she seems pretty nice. I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> And that 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 makes it okay, I guess. All right. Not yeah. saying Nicole is a bad person. I'm just no, saying that, that that is a great Bridget to um, Jose um, sing because like she really checked him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, just for the hilariousness of that comment. Zing! All right. Uh, let's go on to the uh, next one here this is again kind of a uh, a funny uh, statement more so than a uh, than something that happened but uh 
But Nicole, uh, Nicole's talking to Jose and kind of explaining herself as to why she put up uh, Jose on the block. And uh, and Jose is like, I don't suck up to people, that type of thing, you know. Um, and Nicole responds saying, and I quote, I'm not a kisser butter either. <laughs> um, oh, hey, Willie. I'm yes. sorry, I have to interrupt you right now because it's mandatory that in this po- part of the show that I interject and read a word from our sponsor. Oh, a sponsor, you say? <laughs> okay. Yeah. This week's episode of All Eyes Are You, All Eyes Are On You, is brought to you by Kiss or Buttermilk Pancakes. When you've only got a few choices, choose Kiss or Buttermilk Pancakes because... She can probably churn it a whole lot better than you. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Oh, my that's, gosh. Let's just really move dumb. on to the other next one. Zing! <laughs> no, that's I. Did I get that zing? Because I, I deserve that zing. Because <laughs> that I zing goes Nicole's to both you and Nicole. How about that? Yes. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's close on this last one here, because this is by far, I think, my favorite zing of this week. So um, (laughs) you remember uh, earlier we were talking about the Spy Girls Alliance. They were forming out in the backyard and everything and everything (laughs) seemed to be going well. You know, it's like they're talking, figuring everything out. And then the camera (laughs) pans over to the uh, (laughs) to the hammock. Yeah. Tiffany is just um, fake sleeping in the hammock. And sees the entire thing form. Uh, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, you might want to might want to check and make sure that you don't have anybody uh, listening in on your conversation. Might want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that uh, that concludes our show for to for today. Uh, Jackie, where can we find you online? You can find me on the Twitters. I am at Jackie Hearn 81 on Twitter. What about you, Willie? Where in the world can people find you? Well, they can find me on twitch.tv slash is one where I stream every Wednesday night and Friday night. We do a Battle Royale Wednesday and have fun playing some Fortnite. And we do Diamond Club Game Night where we get together with the community and play some Jackbox games. Always a ton of fun. You can find the uh, schedule and times on the Twitch page. And I'm also on Twitter as well. I am at WScottIs1. And we the show is on Twitter as well. We are at All Eyes Are On You on Twitter. Uh, if you want to uh, send us feedback about what your thoughts about Jose's Messiah Complex is, uh, send us your email and uh, and tell us what you think about that. Uh, feedback at alleyesareonyou.show is the email address. You can leave us a voicemail and give us a call. We are at 978-ALL-EYES, and that is at 978-255-3937. And you can visit our website to see previous episodes, show notes, and more. That's over at alleyesareonyou.show. And while you're there, you can click that subscribe link, and you can uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher of choice. Just pick your favorite, subscribe, and leave a review, because that seriously does help us a lot, Um, no matter what platform it is, uh, so it recommends it to everybody. Um, It's always a good thing. So uh, so please uh, help us out and support the show by doing that. 
Uh, music has been provided by Kevin McLeod. You can find his work at incompetech.com. And we'll be back next week when we find out which team wins the HOH comp. They're in a little uh, HOH competition where they got to bring berries back. So which one is going to win? And will the vets be in danger or are the noobs going to be picked off one by one? We'll have to find that out next week. But until then, remember, house guests, all eyes are on you. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>